welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Um, we are recording this live on Election Day, so this is a perfect topic. Uh, certainly, and, and the title of the show is called Game Changer, How to Survive the Election No Matter Who Wins. We have been heading into a very uh, divisive election. We have Our country has gotten more and more divisive as... We have been approaching the election, and um, regardless of who wins, uh, no, <laughs> there are going to be people who aren't happy, and that may include some of your friends, some of your family members, all of the above. Um, and so, I have the perfect antidote uh, to for you: the something that will heal. Humor heals. I'm sure you know that already. And um, th- there is a game that you can offer to play your friends and fa- with your friends and family um, that will hopefully get them to see the humor in it, regardless, again, of who won. So, um, so let me first, let me introduce my guest. This is a very unique uh, product and a very unique concept, actually. And we'll start by, uh, I want to ask him how he came up with this. My guest is Jay Ellis. He is the founder and CEO of Election Fun Board Games. And the election, the expanded Election Fun Network is a revolutionary news-based content platform that celebrates patriots and American-made products. Join the EFA. You can the what that is. Well, Jay will explain it better. But basically, um, this uh, news network has avatars as anchors as the news team, and they provide content, um, political content. And I will leave it to Jay to explain it better. But um, you know, we have we have donkeys who are Democrats. <laughs> I mean, that's the symbol. I didn't make this up. <laughs> and, and elephants for Republicans. And um, that is when you play this game, um, that plays a role in it. I, I'm not, I, I'm not, you know, Jay, I attempted, I guess this is for people who are smarter than I am. I attempted to, uh, or more, well, I was going to say more politically savvy. I like to think of myself as very politically savvy, but, um, but, why don't we start with um, how you, what you did, uh, let's know, why don't we start with what you were doing in life before you created these games? Oh, well, I mean, I, I've spent 25 years on Wall Street, and then I started a private equity fund, and the the way this game came in to fruition and was uh, we were literally sitting in a duck blind in December of 2020. And I, you know, we were sitting around saying, what in the world just happened? And, you know, we couldn't believe that you weren't able to discuss anything, no matter how egregious or outrageous it was. And, um, we were just like, you know, 
four guys sitting around going, what in the world is going on? And so we started talking. Let me just... And, okay. and let me just make sure people may clarify a little bit. Um, you're talking, of course, about the 2020 election and how we all went to bed um, thinking that Trump won. And we woke up and we found out that Biden supposedly won. Um, and and that's what you're talking about, that we're not we weren't allowed to talk about it then when you were sitting in the duck blind. And we're still not allowed to talk about it now. So, um, but, but, but obviously we're talking about it, but you're supposed to talk about it, you know, in between um, single quotes or double quotes or some kind of quotes, you know, like, like to take it off of reality to an extent, maybe that will change with this election. So take us back to the duck blind. Okay. Well, I mean, and and again, as you stated, you know, I mean, my girlfriend and I, we were down at the Rosewood Mayakoba in Mexico, went to bed, like, this is, this is great. And then the next morning, all of this, you know, I mean, everything started coming up. And I was just like, well, this doesn't make any sense. And so jumping forward to the duck blind is we were literally all discussing all the irregularities and the anomalies that had just never happened before. And nobody had any, you know, again, it was just all confusion. And what what even led to more confusion were was that you weren't allowed to discuss the topic and if you you were demonized if you even you know thought it was thought that was strange and so what we decided you know we 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 kept talking about it and then in uh, you know fast forward to january i was like and i'm not a board game player I mean, you know, now I, I had I, when my kids were little, I, you know, we played Monopoly and et cetera, et cetera. However, I was like, we need a Trojan horse. We need something that basically spells out what really happened in a way where the FBI ain't going to kick your door in, where you're not going to get demonized, where, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, we came up with a board game. And um, so to begin that, we hired basically eight researchers huh. full time. I mean, and to, you know, to become up because it, by, by January, a lot of the videos had been taken down. Um, a lot of the articles had been removed. Um and then it became more prevalent of what you weren't allowed to discuss. And that, you know, whether it be Russia, whether it be uh, Durham invest, you know, including the Durham investigation, especially not COVID at the time, um, the quote, mostly peaceful protest, the summer of love, Hunter's laptop. And so, I sat down and said, guys, I'm going to tell you all of these things that you are not allowed to discuss in one year are going to be headlines in the media because there's just no way, you know, this will stand. And it does take the American people time sometimes to digest what's going on if you're not a political junkie. And so we decided to include all of these things in a board game. And then, 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 of course, the most, you know, the, the what, what, what really related to the 2020 election it, were the five swing states. 
And when you did the actual research on what really happened on election night in those five swing states, they were mind boggling. I mean, they they they, just, they didn't make sense. There's no way that could be true. And, you know, so we started digging into that. And so we came up with a, a board game. And so you start at the bottom of the game. We kind of did a chronology, chronolo- you know, of, you know, of, of a time frame. So the bottom of the game is called the Russia hoax. The far left is COVID. Uh, the top of it was mostly peaceful protests. And then the far right was campaign follies, which was, you know, Hunter's laptop, big tech, uh, you know, basement, you know, Biden, you know, campaigning out of his basement. And so the way the game works is you have a donkey and an elephant. You have one die, you roll the dice and you have, you, you, you know, you land on a square and we have fake news cards with Trump's picture. We have corruption cards with Biden's picture. We have triggered cards, which are, I mean, they go anywhere from there are, you know, if you think there are more than two genders, I mean, you know, basically we make fun of every single one of these totally absurd, you know, stances that, 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 that liberals take. I mean, you know, whether it be, Hunter Biden selling art for $500,000. I mean, but they're all fun. And then, so you every time you answer a question, you get a token. And a token is worth 10 electoral votes. Mm-hmm. All right? So, and on each token, it says, in Zuckerberg, we trust. And so, <laughs> so you go around the board, and when you get 240 or, quote, 24 of the tokens, you move to the inside game. And the inside game are all of the swing states. And of course, whoever gets to 227 or 270 electoral votes, just like an election, you win. But the what what people need to understand is not all I mean Dr. Lieberman, think of uh trivial pursuit meets Babylon B. <laughs> Basically it, it, it is is what that is. I mean they're fun. A lot of the cards are funny. Um, now, of course, the, you know, there's a lot of them that are just factual that, you know, you, we really couldn't make humorous. But um, so your opponent picks up a card, reads the card to get, you know, get the answer right. Of course, you, you know, you win, you, you win the question. And but what we just what we wanted to do in the game was eliminate the crazy polarization and divisiveness that, that that's what's going on. I mean, how many people gaslight you, uh, you know, I mean, and and normal people, you know, normal, my normal friends, you know, well, you know, if you think the election, you know, something was wrong, you know, there's something matter with you, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we have all the facts and the proof. In addition to that, what we did is we hired a former executive from Disney and on about 20 cards in the game, we have a QR code on the card. And you can put during the game, if you land on it, and you have a QR code on your uh, card, you put your phone over the QR code and it pulls up a packet of seven videos. 
And these are the seven, the every, and it, it, it covers every subject. It covers all of Fauci's lies. It, it, but it's video proof, so you can have seven videos of people that can, and all of the videos have been taken down. All of the videos have been taken down. But we show actual proof of what, you know, you can't hide your lying eyes. And they, these were actual, like, for instance, in the inside game, you put your phone over it. And it's 2016 talking about all the Democrats saying the election wasn't legitimate. The voting machines can be hacked. You know, it, the elections aren't safe. Uh-huh. Every all we expose the entire hypocrisy of that. Uh-huh. And so we we wanted to really make it fun. So but going back, oh, excuse me, we wanted to you know, invite your friends over that were reticent, that were, you know, non-believers that, you know, there are gaslighters and say, all right, you know, here's the answer. Here's a question. This happened. And these are the videos. And we wanted to promote like discussions on what, as opposed to no, that's not right. No media denying. We have actual proof. We have video proof. We have proof of the cards, and we wanted to create healthy discussions on what happened. Uh huh. Okay. So how? So basically, so when did this game first come out? It came out a couple of months. Well, let's see. About, uh, gosh, about three or four months ago, and then you know we really weren't sure exactly how we were going to get this out in the public purview. And um, actually, uh, War Room was the first one to really pick it up. Um, So, uh, you know, I've been on that, you know, numerous amount of times. And Mm -hmm. it has just really taken hold. I mean, people, and especially what's so important now is it's going, you know, we're going into the, you know, everybody's got a father-in-law or somebody that's difficult to buy a Christmas gift for. And this is the perfect <laughs> gift. This is the perfect gift for your liberal friend that's been gaslighting you, you know, this whole time. And it's going to be even more prevalent after today. Uh, I mean, you know, we're seeing right now, again, what is going on. Voting machines are 20% of the voting machines in Maricopa County aren't working. Pennsylvania wants to count all of, you know, no matter if a ballot has a date or, you know, I mean, it, it again, it's, it, you know, it's going through it again. So it's going to be much more back in the spotlight right now, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's great for holidays. It's great for your beach house, your mountain house, your whatever, invite your friends over, invite your family for Thanksgiving, whatever. But I, you know, we think it's going to be, and it has been a real it, it, fun and a big hit upcoming so um you know we're gonna have to take a break soon so i don't want to start a whole big new thing but i i'm gonna want to ask you after we come back um about your own experiences and experiences that you know of from other people who were involved in this um what it's been like like what what the actual playing the game has been like in terms of whether 
you're playing it with someone who, you know, is a staunch non-believer, um, even with the videos. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. I'd like to hear like specific kinds of examples of experiences, whether the people did think it was really funny <laughs> or okay. whether uh, it ended in blows. So, All right. <laughs> so we'll take a break now. My guest is Jay Ellis. He is the founder and CEO of Election Fund Board Games. We're talking about um, uh, a game, the game that um, will hopefully bring unity amongst people in regard to politics. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today's show is called Game Changer, How to Survive the Election No Matter Who Wins. So in order to do that, actually, you kind of we're still smarting, no matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, where the country actually is still smarting from election 2020, because it was since then that although, you know, you're not supposed to spell it out, um, still people have become a little more wary about just how accurate elections are. So my guest today is Jay Ellis. And he is the um, CEO and founder of Election Fund Board Games. Now, the game, um, it's, it's technically, it's actually called Election 2020, You Decide, or um, 
also called the game, uh, fondly called the game, <laughs> the game. So let, let's um, let's continue where we left off. I was asking you about about your real life experiences of playing the game with people of of different political persuasions. Oh well, I mean, so I, well, first and foremost, it's funny and fun, so it's entertaining. Okay, I mean, you know, we we felt it mandatory to to have a lot of humor in the game, and so we got that in. But it, you know, the, I mean, the experiences have been. I mean, all of our feedback has been fantastic. People love the game. They love playing the game. Um, you know, we get constant feedback. You know, on our election fund emails. Um, you know experiences playing, you know, having your mother-in-law come over, everybody's enjoyed playing it and the families. So, I mean, you do get, I mean, you still have your staunch people that just say, well, I, I don't believe it. I mean, you know, you're, and you're just not going to get around that. But in the vast majority of feedback and actual interaction, um, it's been enjoyable. It's been very, very civil. It's been fun. And so the feedback has been great. And, you know, nobody has ever, I've never heard one, you know, saying it became an argument or an all out, whatever. So how does it, I mean, like, um, of course, you know, you probably, I don't know whether you invited, whether you tried like to test it out by inviting not just your friends, um, or people of the same persuasion, political persuasion, but also if you went out of your way to purposely choose um, some people who you knew were staunch that they weren't really going to believe this, like what kind of, did you, did you do that? Did you purposely, did you try it with like tough guys? Uh, of course. I mean, <laughs> it was the most fun of them all. And, and again, you still, you get, well, you know, well, I don't know about that. And, you know, I mean, Look, the, the the biggest answer you get is, you know, when you want to when you want to pretend like that you don't want to really answer is, well, it's all Trump's fault, or you know, it, it, it'll be a fallback answer that that really has nothing to do with anything. But the majority of it, you know, it, people will say, huh, "Interesting, I still don't believe it," or you know, again, you have, and again, it's in the in the country today. I, you know, I firmly believe that the vast, vast majority of the people um, are much more, um, what should I say, uh, cognizant of what's going on. They are much more, and especially as time has, has you know, of what's gone on. Uh, there's a lot more eyes opening than that than there what there once really was. Uh-huh. So, and it's been a great tailwind for us, and especially going into the holidays. Um, you know, it, it's the the vast majority, especially with what's going on now. I mean, if you want to look at today and the referendum on today, uh, you know. You, the guy that can't afford to put gas in his car just doesn't care about a glacier melting in Antarctica <laughs> or, you know, th- you know, I mean, this turnstile justice is absurd. 
or, you know, being in Texas, you know, all of this, this, you know, open borders, crime, inflation. I mean, you know, all of these issues are critical issues and they're not the issues that aren't critical issues are, you know, basic climate change or, um, the, you know, a threat to our democracy or January 6th. I mean, you know, people just don't, you know, I mean, the, the people just don't care about that. What they care about is what's going on in their own household. Yes, yes. And they're so, being told that what's going on in their household isn't really happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're, okay. oh, well, that's just not, I mean, and so that is, you know, that is, and again, my my belief is what, what at the end of the day, the referendum is going to be, you know what, uh, that's what the people care about. Yes. Okay. And I, w- I want to get back to that in a bit, but just to stay for a minute on the, on your personal interactions or, or your friends' personal interactions. Now, what I would think it might be for people who were, uh, who thought, who didn't want to even talk about the uh, 2020 election or who could be co- co- coaxed to play this game, but sort of begrudgingly. So like in my, my, um, what I would imagine is they come in with their arms crossed you know, sitting across from you um, and they, you know, okay, I have to throw this die. Okay. Well, you know, and then what do you do here? And what's that? And I don't know, this is kind of confused. <laughs> and then a little by little, um, they get into it. Like the, it, you know, they see the amusing part of it and so on. And they kind of start having a good time. Is that what happens? Absolutely. They, I mean, as you said, they come in loaded for bear, you know, no way you're going to convince me. And all of a sudden, they actually find themselves having fun, having a few laughs. And then you get, how'd that happen? Or I can't believe that's true. Or wow. Or where did you get that information? Or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. And what's really helped is because, you know, as you know, I mean, you weren't, uh, and again, what we focused on were all the things that you were a year ago. You weren't allowed to discuss, and everybody was staunch that this was all a hoax, this was all nonsense. And now, piece by piece, day by day, month by month, all the information is coming out. I mean, whether it be on the vaccine, whether it be Dr. Fauci getting busted every day, whether it be. All the, you know, everything's getting exposed about what really happened and, you know, trying to push a Russia collusion on a the sitting president of the United States, whether it be you have people that actually went to the Capitol on January 6th that are still sitting in jail and you and you had the, quote, mostly peaceful protests that you could just burn down cities with impunity and now it's, you know, coming out that, oh, gosh, you know, all the legitimacy of the Hunter's laptop, we're finding out how Facebook and Twitter and the big techs, you know, buried whatever results or, or skewed results. And but people are now it's now becoming into the to the eye. And um, so it's really helped the game out a lot and it gives it a lot more legitimacy that everything is is slowly but surely is what it you know 
it is or it it is true and you know people are just now realizing that that's why i said earlier it's i think you know in today's world it's 80 percent of the people have had enough and then you have your 20 percent faction but your 20 percent faction is backed up by all the media mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know, again, you know, I mean, if you have one, you know, group that is, t- you know, parroting the same thing, it's, you know, you're going to get, you're going to make it seem like it's a lot more people than it is. But I, I, I just don't believe that. You know, um, yes, I agree with you. But, you know, um, even today, you still have to, or I feel like I have to be careful who I'm talking to whether it's a you know um a stranger or a friend or or somebody i know um or on the media before i talk about <coughs> excuse me the 2020 election being stolen being you know a fraud blah 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 the pipes breaking and all this kind of stuff um even today because you get canceled i mean that is the there i think there still is a fear i mean you're still not same thing with january 6th um you i don't feel um able to discuss these things again depending i mean if you you know depending on who you're talking to but like i'm talking about like in the media like if i'm doing a radio interview and um and I start talking about something that just, you know, that I believe and is natural to me to say. And then I think, wait a second, is this a conservative host or a liberal host? Am I going to get into trouble for that? Are they going to jump on me? Um, I once I once did a show. I forgot exactly what the uh, I forgot the exact topic, but it was basically that idea that I thought it was a conservative show or I wasn't even really paying attention to whether they were conservative or not. I was just telling something either about the election or January 6th or about the vaccine or something. And the host, um, you know, got into a real tizzy and he said, oh, (laughs) oh, folks, this is my bad. I'm really sorry. I didn't know that this guest was going to be talking about these things. I I really have to end this interview. I'm sorry, Dr. Lee. And that was that. I mean, it only happened to me once, but still, there are those kinds of occasions. What do you do about that? Well, and again, our whole premise on this was to create, I mean, you it's really hard to, I mean, and again, the whole purpose of making the game you decide is, you know, actually you decide. Yes. And, but you still have, and again, you still have, quote, the cancel culture. And which just means, you know, they don't have an open mind. They don't care. And nothing's going to ever change their mind. And so it's just like, um, you know, it's just, it's it's like the polling. And today, you know, people are afraid to say who they're voting for. Yeah. They're afraid to, you know, they're afraid of the backlash. They're afraid of, you know, I, I mean, imagine your day waking up every morning, dying to be offended. Okay. And then once you decided you're offended, you were just, you, the rest of your day was going to be, how miserable can I make that person? I mean, just think of, you know, you are out of things to do. And, but, you know, there are still plenty of people like that, but they're becoming less and less and less. And again, I'm still going to go back to the, 
80-20 issue, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, it's just the, the problem is having is we have more people and, and you don't have to be a Democrat or a Republican. You just have to be, uh, you know, I mean, we do have something called, you know, the First Amendment. And I mean, you know, people are allowed to say what they want to say. And um, but, you know, everybody, you're afraid to answer a polling call. You're afraid to talk about it in public. You're afraid. I mean, that's just and that's what's got to change. I mean, that is what's got to change. And, And again, that was one of the purposes and the reasons for the game. Yes. And I agree with you about the polls. Um. So, and for those polls that are by telephone, so I'm talking about this year. So do you think that this year, when people were calling up and, and polling, um, it would be that people would be afraid, if they were going to be afraid of saying one side or the other, they would be afraid to say that they're going to vote for a Republican. So do you think that... Um, you know, I know they talk about the red wave and all this kind of stuff, which really troubles me because uh, because the more people think, oh, well, there's going to be a red wave. So I don't need to go to the and vote cast my vote. They're going to they're going to win. It's OK. You know, so that's really very dangerous. But but um, mathematically, one could maybe think, I mean, I'm asking you what you think that since the polls would since most people would think that the that the they want to please the poll polar and so the poll taker and so they would say what they think the poll taker wants them to say which would be uh that voting for the democrat candidate so do you think that if it does come that way that there's a red wave that it's even going to be bigger than the polls have been showing do you know what i mean well not only that but if you will uh, you know, Archie Bunker doesn't take polling calls. Okay. I mean, you know, the guy, you know, you know he just doesn't. And <laughs> I, I would say uh, there is, you know, a vast majority, you know, the, the, first of all, they just don't have time for polling calls and the nonsense. And um, I mean, I don't take them. I just don't. And so, and, and then what people also, you know, fail to realize is when you see a poll, most people don't see the fine print at the bottom that they polled, you know, 38% Republicans, 27%, oh, excuse me, 38% Democrats, 27% Republicans, and, you know, 14% independents. So I don't think that, you know, and, and again, most of the pollsters, except for save a few, are so off and so wrong, and they're not even close on their, on their results. So I think to, Tonight, we will see, and again, you have your issues. Well, it's going to take, you know, three or four or five days to count. I mean, you know, all that nonsense. Um, But I think it's the referendum on just exactly uh, the quote, you know, being told what to do, told what to think told us the way it is, I, you know, people have had enough. I mean, my my biggest issue or, or, or I think the biggest mistake was, you know, mothers going into their school boards, you know, talking about teaching your six-year-old, whatever, gender identity or talking about sex to your kindergartner and, you know, then throwing a fit at the school board meetings and having everybody just, you know, can't believe that they're, you know, 
you know, wanting to bring that up and then being labeled, quote, domestic terrorists. Right. I mean, that was that was I think that was the final straw. Yes. And, yes. Uh, you know, I mean, people, you know, the people just don't want it anymore. I mean, they just don't. And, um, you know, the, the the Democratic Party today is is not, um, you know, it, it, it's nothing like it used to be. And it used to be they would hide everything on their agenda. Now they're just come out and openly say it. But some of the, these extreme positions that are held just, like I said, don't resonate with 80 percent of the population. They just don't. And people, are, people, like I said, have had enough. They've had enough about, you know, this all this woke nonsense, you know, pronouns in your bio and what gender identity and all these crazy things that, that, that make no sense. They don't affect people. I mean, like, like I said, people are, you know, your quote kitchen table issues are what is going on. I can't afford to put gas in my car. I can't afford to eat. You know, I, I'm not getting paid enough. Inflation's killing me, um, et cetera. You know, school choice, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, issues that really affect families. Yes, yes, yes. That's what people care about. They don't care about all this other, you know, like I said, the, the, you know, some glacier melting in Antarctica. Well, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yes. Guy I can't know. drive to work, doesn't care. Yes. Um, we have another break now. Okay. But when we come up, come back, I would like to talk with you about um, what you think about this current election, um, you know, both in terms of what, who you think in, a, in general terms are going to win, but also about like what you started to mention earlier about um, already we're seeing glitches in the in the election itself and with counting ballots and, and all these different things. So we can we'll talk about uh election um 2022 <laughs> midterms when we come back okay great my guest, my guest is jay ellis the founder and ceo of election fun board games and the board game in particular that we're talking about today is election 2020 you decide so stay tuned you're listening to dr carol's couch and i'm your psychiatrist host dr carol lieberman The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Google! Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Uh, We're talking today about Game Changer, how to survive the election no matter who wins. We're talking about the 2022 midterms that are going on right now. This show is live. And as we speak, uh, your future is being decided. (laughs) By whom is the question? My guest is Jay Ellis. He's the founder and CEO of Election Fund Board Games. Uh, In particular, we're talking about his game, Election 2020, You Decide. And, um, you know, obviously, um, I don't know that I don't think that they have gotten all the all the uh, what do you call that? The tweaks out all the uh, (laughs) the mistakes out, you know, things that were really mistakes and things that were, uh, you know, convenient mistakes. Um, I used to love playing board games when I was a kid um, and and still Scrabble. I play, but uh, Monopoly, my cousin and I would play Monopoly for hours and hours and hours. And uh, of course, it's left me with a sense of uh, that money is just Monopoly money, (laughs) which isn't very good for, uh, you know, keeping a budget or anything like that. But um, on the other hand, maybe it gives you a good a good attitude towards money, not to take it too seriously. In any case, this is about elections, and it is very serious, but this game is fun, and it is the antidote to problems you may be having with your friends and relatives um, who may be of a different political persuasion than you. They may start out being, um, you know, not expecting to change their mind or to have fun or whatever, but then once they start playing the game, as uh, Jay has told us, you know, they kind of loosen up and see the enjoyment out of it. So, Jay, let's talk about um, 2022. Let's talk about the election that's going on right now. What are some of your thoughts about that? Uh, well, it, it'll be interesting. And, you know, I mean, like I don't follow, you, you know, guys are talking about some house race in Virginia or I mean, I don't follow it like that. But the two glaring 
issues so far today have been one, Maricopa County this morning had 20% of its voting machines not working. Okay, you have two years to prepare for election, 20% of your voting machines aren't working. So it's either the most glaring example of incompetence or it's something else. And then and you have in Pennsylvania, um, you have the issue of, I don't know, one county mailed out 240,000 ballots with no date or I'm not exactly all the intricacies, but you know, now they're suing to have those counted regardless of their date or signature or whatever they have on them. And, you know, I mean, stuff like this is, you know, it, 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 it defies common sense. I mean, it yeah. defies common sense. Yes, and, and then people trying to make it like a race issue or, um, you know, trying to not let people vote uh, rather than what it is, just trying to get legal voting. You know, there should be one person, one vote. No, well, not only that, but I mean, you know, they push this crap of voter suppression and it's record turnouts everywhere. And again, my... Again, I think this is going to be, in my opinion, I think people have had enough. They are sick and tired of all the crap going on. And this is going to be a referendum that says, hey, sorry. You know, I mean, we're concerned about real issues in life. We're not concerned about anything else that you guys are focusing on. And again, it's crime. You know, this turnstile justice, cashless bail is nonsense. It is mandating, you know, mandating vaccines on your five-year-old. It is, you know, inflation. It is uh, th- this open border, which is such a, a big topic in Texas. You know, if you're Arizona, uh, New Mexico, California, I mean, you know, those are humongous issues that you see every day that nobody covers. And then you have the, uh, uh, whatever, Mallorca's coming out and said, borders are, they're just fine. Everybody knows there's an issue, yet you you are blatantly lied to that no, 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 no. And there's no problem. People are sick of they're they're sick of being lied to and they're sick of being told what to do. They've just had enough. And you know, one of the things I want to say, Dr. Lieberman, is I don't know who these democratic strategists are, but let's say you and I team up and do our own consulting firm and they're paying some democratic, you know, whatever, whatever consulting firm, 5 million bucks, give us a million. (laughs) We'll save you four and we'll at least get one or two out of 10, right on the board. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, save yourself 4 million, send us each 500 grand and we will, we will not go over. Yes, I know. You, you just kind of have to scratch your head. Like, what are they thinking? Um, it's really, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they've already started saying, like in Pennsylvania, that it's going to be a while for um, all these votes to be tabulated because they already, you know, and I guess the same thing in Arizona. If the, I mean, what are they saying about the voting machines that that aren't working? What are they going to do about it? Oh, they have this backup plan that you put it in this, quote, secure box and they go count them at the counting center. Um but look, how is it, let's just take an example. How is it 
Let's take Texas or Florida. You have 40 million people. The election, every result we will know tonight. And how is it in Arizona and Pennsylvania and every other state can get it figured out except for those two states, oh, and possibly New York? How is it those two states cannot, are, are, are that incompetent that they can't figure out how to count your votes on election day that they have for 100 years, but for some reason now they just can't? I mean, they are talking about, I read something today that a judge ruled that they would take mail-in ballots up to November 14th or something absurd. I mean, it, it, I, I, that's the kind of stuff that doesn't make any sense. Now, whatever the reasoning is, but that is what, you know, raises a bunch of questions about what in the world is going on. I mean, you have two years to prepare for an election in Arizona. Opening serve, 7 a.m. this morning, 20% of the voting machines in Maricopa County are malfunctioning. Yes. I mean, you think they had to run a test run last week. You think they'd have thrown that, you know, maybe run a few ballots to the deal. And remember, you're not allowed to say anything about the voting machines. You're not allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to speak out about it. You're an election denier. Well, I mean, it's not an election desire. It's it's called common sense. Yes. I mean, yes. If you got an IQ over 10, you're going to have that figured out. No, absolutely. I'm t- I want to talk about New York for a minute because I'm from New York. And, um, you know, New York, I, I read the New York Post every morning. I read the Daily Mail. I read Breitbart. Um, but in the New York Post, it just um, hurts my heart to see what has been happening to New York. I mean, the same thing is in Seattle and Portland and all of that. But, you know, it affects me more because of it being New York. Um, it has just turned into um, it's just total lawlessness, defund the police, like what you were saying, turnstile justice, all of that. Um, people getting shot in broad daylight. I mean, some of these pictures um, of, of crime in New York are just unbelievable. And then, of course, people in other countries little look at this and, and they wonder what on earth has happened to America. Um, but but so the election there um you know, I, hopefully Zeldin will win. Uh, if he doesn't, I think we do need to start examining the uh, the election machines or whether, what what went wrong. Well, uh, uh, look, I agree with that. And if you remember on, uh, I, was it Kathy Hochul or whatever? I don't know. What, but she was like, you know, Lee Zeldin's talking about the crime problem. She goes, well, why, why is that important to you? Yes. And I mean, you know, I mean, that's just the kind of ignorant moron. Not only that, Dr. Lieber, what you forgot was you go shoot somebody, you get arrested and you're on the street the next day. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is people know or, or getting shoved in front of subways. Nobody wants to ride the subways anymore. That's what people cannot tolerate anymore. That yeah. and that is a giant issue. If you don't feel safe. I mean, that is an issue. Now, again, we don't really have that problem here because uh, you just don't. But, I mean, you have New York, Chicago, and then, uh, you know, again, and maybe for the first time in I don't know how long, the, you know, the, uh, Oregon, a Senate seat and the governorship are, you know, people have had enough of Antifa just, you know, mm. 
They've had enough. And Seattle is the same way. I mean, they there there is a limit to anybody's tolerance. Yes, yes. And all the tolerance is being reached at a level. San Francisco. I mean, look at San Francisco, L.A. You're the the, the D.A. Gascon. I mean, yes, yes. And then when people get injured, killed or injured by a criminal who was let go in this turnstile justice, um, you know, it's it's all the more of a of a crime, all the more of a tragedy because these things could have been stopped. Even the the man who um, ran the parade route, who drove his car down the parade route in Wisconsin. He had just been in jail and his bail was only a thousand dollars and his mother bailed him out. And he went and he killed all these people driving down the parade route. I mean, you know, really enough is enough with these things. And, um, you know, I think if people understood the, the reason that there's a unifying reason behind all of this, which is basically to destroy America. The more criminals you you let out, the more uh, migrants you let in. It's all about destroying America. And I think people need to sort of understand that there's a connection here. It's not just this is bad and that's bad, but there's a, an underlying principle by people who want to bring socialism into America. Well, our... Um, I give you. A, I'll give. There's. We only have like a minute and a half, so I'll give you the last word. Okay. Well. So one, thank you for having me on, and two, um, send me your address so I can send you a game. Oh, great! And but for your listeners, this is a great Christmas gift. I mean, the game is $49.95. Our website is electionfunfun.com. So that's the only place you can buy the game. So go to www.electionfunfun.com, order the game. Um, you know, the only thing that we can't control are the ship due to the energy, you know, gas price. The shipping costs are expensive. We can't do anything about it. I mean, there is no markup, not a penny in the shipping. We just can't do anything about it. It's expensive, um, but it's a great Christmas gift. It's a great gift for whoever, you know, your tough in-law, your friend, um, your liberal friend. You know, we want these games out in the hands. And like I said, coming up for the holiday season, it'll be fun to, for the holidays. And, I, you know, I, I would urge all your listeners to go to the website, check it out. See what they think and and get a game. Okay, and again, that was boy. In case you hear that noise, it is it is a pouring down rain right here in LA. Um, the name of the the uh, address again of the website is electionfunfun.com. Jay Ellis, thank you so much. This was really enjoyable. Uh, it's really nice to know that. Uh, some people, <laughs> there are people out there with common sense and creativity because this really could help with a lot of um, a lot of divisiveness out there. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. 